Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life, you've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game and you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work. And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Welcome to a special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I am so excited about today's episode. We are going to get into attachment theory in a way that I never have before. And I'm going to be talking to you particularly about sabotage and self-sabotage and just some really important nuanced 
information about that word and what it has to do with our attachment systems. So this is a little bit more of a nerdy episode. I know I have a lot of attachment theory nerds that listen to the show. So you will love it if you are into the science of attachment theory. We're going to go a little bit deeper today. Um, I want to remind you, in case you didn't know, in case you've been under a rock, my book is out. It is called Love Magnet, Get Off the Dating Roller Coaster and Attract the Love You Deserve. This book is already changing lives. I've had so many of you tell me it's been so helpful. So if you haven't gotten it yet, grab it. You can get it on Amazon. Just type in Love Magnet, Dr. Morgan. It'll come up. Um, and of course, I would love, love, love to hear your feedback. You can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching. All right. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. If you haven't gotten the book, go get it. And one other thing I want to mention, I haven't mentioned this much, but I do have a YouTube channel. So in case you want to see the visuals, if you're more of a visual person and that's a little bit more engaging for you, make sure you check us out on YouTube. It's Dr. Morgan TV. I'll put the link to the YouTube channel in the show notes as well. So you can watch this episode on YouTube and others as well. And occasionally there's some exclusive content too that is only found on YouTube. So you might enjoy it. Okay. We are talking about emotional dysregulation and what the relationship is between emotional dysregulation and attachment system dysregulation. And before we go into this in detail, I want to just do a quick review. When I say your attachment system, I am referring to your unique attachment style. And research has shown that your attachment system makes up different parts of your brain that fire off to create this attachment system, just like we have systems for memory, decision-making, and other functions, we also have a system for attachment, aka what you do in relationships, how you show up in relationships, how you form long-term relationships, how you make relationship decisions, your brain has an attachment system, right? The science of attachment theory is the study of this attachment system and being able to categorize individuals into different attachment styles. There are four attachment styles. And what we know is that your attachment style is on a spectrum, meaning that you can have percentages of different styles. So you may have 25% anxious attachment and 75% avoidant attachment. You may be 50% secure and 50% anxious. Everyone has their own unique makeup that is their attachment style. And by the way, if you want to know what yours is, you're listening, you're like, I don't know what mine is. You can go to my Instagram bio and there is a free attachment style quiz. It's in the links. You just click the links. I think it's the last link. It just says attachment style quiz. So go find out what your style is. 
Um, but you're all unique. Every person has a different attachment system because each of us have a unique brain. We each have different experiences that we've had, different models for relationships. I like to think of it this way. It's like your brain has a file cabinet that's titled relationships, and it has all this data, all these experiences, all this information in that file cabinet. And it's all coming together to create your attachment style. And of course, there's things that your brain is using to form your attachment style that are not helpful to you. This could be past traumatic events. This could be unhealthy relationship models. This could be unhealthy beliefs about yourself or about relationships. So what my calling in this life is, what my purpose is that I found myself doing the work that I'm called to do is to help you and others dump out that file cabinet, look at all the files, decide what we need to completely get rid of, decide what's helpful, and then make sure that we recreate your brain's relationship model in a way that intentionally serves you in a way that allows you to show up as securely attached. And what I want to talk about today, now that we've done that little review, is why in the heck, I love saying heck, that's my Montana roots coming out. Why in the heck, y'all, let's go down to the creek and talk about it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I could do that though. I could do a whole Montana accent for you. Um, Anyways, why in the heck Attachment theory is so important and why you must learn how to move towards secure attachment. Here's the facts. It's not just about having great relationships. It's also about living a great life, being able to show up as your best self, as your healthiest, most excited, most emotionally regulated version of you. So we're going to get into that. To back up today's topic, I was doing some research and I came across an article that came out in 2013. And the title of the article is this, Adult Attachment, Emotion Dysregulation, and Symptoms of Depression and Generalized Anxiety Disorder. So as you all know, I'm a big research nerd. I have my doctorate in clinical psychology. I've spent a lot of time reading research articles and going into all the facts about attachment theory. And I do that because I want to make sure that you all get the best information. Um, And this was a great article, great study that was done. They had a sample of 284 adults And I want to share the findings with you, and then we're going to unpack it. Okay. So the findings of this study. So the study examined the explanatory role of emotion dysregulation in the relation between adult attachment style and symptoms of depression and generalized generalized anxiety disorder. 
So here's the findings. Secure attachment was associated with lower depression and generalized anxiety disorder symptoms and lower emotion dysregulation. Whereas insecure attachment styles, which is anything that's not secure, were generally associated with higher depression and generalized anxiety scores and higher emotion dysregulation. Perceived inability to generate effective emotion regulation strategies mediated the relation between insecure attachment and both depression and generalized anxiety disorder symptoms. So what's that what that says is that the difference between insecure and secure attachment styles and the differences on the measures that they used for depression and generalized anxiety disorder could be explained by the differences in ability to regulate emotions, aka when you were able to regulate your emotions, that was a correlation with secure attachment and a correlation with less anxiety and less depression. Okay. Non-acceptance of negative emotions and inability to control impulsive behaviors emerged as additional mediators of the relation between insecure attachment styles and generalized anxiety disorder symptoms. The differential contribution of attachment style and emotion regulation to the prediction of depression and generalized anxiety disorder symptoms may reflect differences in vulnerability to depression and generalized anxiety disorder. I love these research articles because I love the challenge of reading them and then making sure that I completely understand them and can internalize. And that's why you all have me. I want to interpret this for you in a way where you could be talking to your friends and you could recite the findings of a study really easily instead of using a ton of of jargon, right? So I'm all about making clinical research accessible to the general population because everyone deserves to know these things. So I've got three parts here that we're going to go into. Number one was talking about emotional regulation. And I already broke that down for you. And then we have two other parts. And the one that's going to be really fascinating for you all um, was the impulsivity piece and how we can explain that. But let's start about, um, let's start with diving into emotional regulation. So when we have a dysregulated attachment system, aka an insecure attachment style, which will manifest as secure, no, sorry, which will manifest as I'm getting too excited. So now I have to slow down a little bit. Um, And just so you all know, I never edit my episode. So every time you get an episode, it is just me. It's the one take. I don't do them over. Um, So yeah, occasionally you get moments like this where I'm like, hey, kind of wish I had an, an ability to edit, but I don't do it. So a dysregulated attachment system, which would look like anxious or avoidant or disorganized attachment style, 
one of the hallmarks is inability to regulate emotions. Here's what's fascinating about this, because we might be able to say like, oh, just work on learning how to regulate emotions. Yes, that is so, so key to healing and moving towards secure attachment is learning how to regulate your own emotions. And some of the pillars of this is connecting to yourself, building that great relationship with yourself and learning how to do inner child work where you're showing up as your ideal parent for yourself, which I teach people how to do this inside of the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. And if you're like, what the hell is she talking about? Um, Send me a DM and I'm happy to send you some resources on this. But there's this whole piece that's about relationship to self when it comes to being able to regulate your emotions. The other piece of emotional regulation is having secure attachment to others, building secure attachment to others. So thinking about why this is so important is that you realize as children, if you experienced emotional neglect or you had a parent that was chronically invalidating of your emotional experience, right? You did not have the model of, oh, I can share my emotions with another human and I can have someone who listens and who helps me regulate my emotions, right? And since I don't have that model, I never had someone help me do it. I never watched probably them do it for themselves. Then I'm not going to be able to do it for myself since I never had the assistance of someone doing it with me. So what I have found is clients who learn how to do it for themselves must also learn how to receive assistance from others in regulating their emotions, aka co-creating secure attachments and having help from others to regulate your emotions. And that helps you internalize secure attachment on a whole other level and really, really helps in the healing process. We call this a corrective emotional experience where if you were chronically invalidated growing up and then now you're in a healthy partnership and you can have a partner that co-regulates your emotions, you are experiencing corrective emotional experiences where your brain is going, oh, this is what a relationship can be, right? This is what it feels like to be heard, to be validated, to be needed. So I want to point out that It's almost like chicken or the egg, right? Like which comes first when it comes to emotional regulation and secure attachment. With building secure attachment, you better, um, you, you deepen your ability to regulate your emotions. With the ability to regulate your emotions, you make yourself so much more likely to create 
secure attachment. So that's why in the Empowered Secure Love program, we really approach it from both angles. And of course, I I help my clients start with the relationship with themselves first, but we also go into co-creating secure attachment. And this sets my clients up to have corrective emotional experiences and absolutely change their lives. So that was my first point there about emotional regulation. The next thing I want to get into. So when I was reading the article, it was talking about impulsivity and how that was actually linked to insecure attachment styles and generalized anxiety disorder. And I think what's really important um, and I think it, it even said like impulsivity and inability to um, control your behaviors, which is the the same thing. So essentially a compulsion, which I talk about a lot. It's repetition, compulsion, right? Which is also a big part of the program. Um, I'm going to read it to you exactly how it was mentioned, inability to control impulsive behaviors. So what's fascinating about this is this is absolutely not something that you decide to do, right? Like that's why it's inability. There's there's actually not, it's not possible for you to control your behaviors um, when you are showing up in a dysregulated attachment state, because so many of us beat ourselves up or we think, oh, I should have made a different decision or I shouldn't have stayed so long or I shouldn't have shut down or I shouldn't have sent those 17 text messages. Why can't I unsend them? Right. Whatever it is, so many of us blame ourselves and what's so, so important to realize is this is the inability to control, right? When you are in a dysregulated attachment state or an insecure attachment style, your brain is making decisions for survival because attachment to another human, a relationship, is wired in our brains as survival. So I just really want you to take this in that it's not like you're going, oh, I want to push this person away by showing up with anxious attachment. Let me just, you know, ask for reassurance constantly, message them all the time, never feel secure in the relationship, constantly compare them to um, other other people I know, like it's not like your brain is intentionally doing that. It is learned behavior. It's a way of being that was created to help you survive in relationships and to maintain the attachment. And what comes to mind is I know I've thrown around this word sabotage and it gets thrown around a lot in the relationship coaching space of, oh, don't sabotage. Yes, it is sabotage because when you are showing up with a dysregulated attachment system, you are sabotaging your connections. You are. And it is not intentional. 
That's what I want to clarify. It is not intentional and it feels like survival. And what's really important to distinguish here is it's not just a logical thing that you're doing. This is a biological way of being. Your brain, your body, it is wired to show up this way in relationships. And that's why you're doing what you do. It's not a logical decision. So the importance of moving to secure attachment is you get to make relationship decisions that feel good to you, that are intentional. You get to make relationship decisions that are on purpose When we are showing up in an anxious or avoidant or disorganized attachment state, our relationship decisions are just happening based on our old relationship models, our old ways of being, our relationship survival strategies. They are not happening out of desire, intention, or alignment with what you truly deserve. So I want to bring this point home that it's not your fault, right? Like if you have a dysregulated attachment system, it's not your fault. Um, It's not like you decided to be born into an environment that did not support you developing secure attachment style. And it's also up to you to take ownership of moving towards secure attachment because you deserve to make intentional relationship decisions And then the other point here is it linked this to generalized anxiety disorder, which is so, so true. If we don't experience internal locus of control, meaning that we feel like we have control over how we're showing up and the relationships we have, we have control somewhat to help our future go the way that we want it to. If we have that external locus of control, where things feel like they're happening to us, that will always, always be associated with anxiety, right? And I think there are so many people in this world that are experiencing generalized anxiety disorder that don't even know. And you're experiencing day-to-day levels of anxiety that simply do not need to be there. And that those can go away like almost entirely, if you work to regulate your attachment system and move towards secure attachment. So secure attachment is not just about having great relationships because you can find yourself in a in a relationship or maybe it's, you know, you have two anxiously attached people and you have a pretty decent connection. It's not toxic. Um, But guess what? Like your day-to-day functioning, your mood, right? Your mental health can all be impacted by you not being able to show up securely attached. And you could still have the most amazing supportive partner But if you are not showing up securely attached, your mental health will suffer. Here's the other thing I want to add 
There are so many therapists out there who do not understand how to apply attachment theory to your life or to your dating life. And it's not something that is taught in every graduate program. The research that I did on attachment theory and all the reading, all of that was self-directed. There was no class that I went to. So it's a very niche way of looking at humans and looking at behavior. But what I know is it is so, so helpful after seeing it help over you know hundreds of people that I've worked with. So I just want to encourage you to not get discouraged if maybe you know you haven't ever had a therapist or coach or mentor that's mentioned attachment theory. Um, there's so many good resources out there. Obviously, myself, this podcast, my book, and the Empowered Secure Love Program, which will apply attachment theory to your life and build you a customized game plan for becoming securely attached. So for myself, for so many women I've helped, this really has been the missing piece to healing. And even people who've spent a decade in therapy, they'll come into the program and say, oh my God, I am a different person two weeks in to your program. And I've already, I spent a decade of therapy, you know, so I just want to encourage you, please don't lose hope. There's always, always a way for you to become securely attached. And of course, if this episode resonated with you, I would love to guide you in the Empowered Secure Love program. We have some spots open in February. And as a very special thank you to all of my loyal, loyal listeners here on the pod, I want to offer you a special discount code and the code is LGV10. Let's get vulnerable 10. When you apply to the program and then you mention that code, you can get 10% off. So it's a really, really great gift. And I hope that you take advantage of it. And like I said, that's going to be as a gift for being a podcast listener. And that's going to be valid through the end of February. So just a few weeks here. Um, So if you've been on the fence, make sure you apply ASAP. And I hope you really liked this episode. This was a little bit deeper dive. I've been listening to you all, getting your feedback. And so many of you have told me we love the attachment theory episodes So I'm wanting to really focus on attachment theory and go a little bit deeper. So yeah, I hope you really like this one. And of course, if you have a friend that needs to hear this, or you know someone who's really struggling in their dating life, please send them this episode. It costs you nothing. It takes two seconds and you might really, really help someone out. So I wish somebody had sent me something like this when I was going through all my roller coaster dating experiences. So just take the time to send this to a friend if you know someone who needs it. All right, y'all. I'm thinking of you. I hope that your February is going well. And regardless if you are single or in a relationship, I want you to really take care of you and love yourself. You get to be your own best friend. The longest relationship you will have is the relationship with yourself. And you all have heard me say this, but I'm going to remind you, 
A relationship cannot give you anything that you can't give yourself. So make sure you're really, really filling up your cup and taking care of you. P.S. My bonus gift to you, if you're really working on healing, I do have a training. It's the three-day Embody the One challenge that I did. And you can get that full recording. The link to that's also in my show notes here. So I am just wishing you the best Valentine's Day, the love yourself day, single, in a relationship, no matter what's going on. I hope you show up for you. And of course, of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth, and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.